is B.O. Garden with the 801 Reviewed Podcast. We have recording with us today, Sarah, Charles, Kit, Cho, Jordan. And today we'll be talking about the Captive Prince series by C.S. Picot. Woo! Woo! Lots of dabbing. Lots of dabbing going on. Demodabs. Demodabs. (laughs) Just to get into this series a little bit, let's go around and talk how we first decided to read this book. Who brought it up to you? Why did you start reading it? So I heard about it from Melissa, who heard about it from you, who heard about it from Cho. So that was like fourth hand. <laughs> but I do remember Melissa reading it next to me on an airplane and doing the flappy hands thing. <laughs> and so I read the books uh, on Kindle. And then when the audiobooks came out, I bought those. And that's how I've listened to it over and over and over and over again now. Yeah, all the degrees of y'all talking about it. I just was like, fine. See what the big deal is, and I did, and I loved it. So I'm uh, into MM Romance a lot. My MM Romance friends were all reading it. My friend let me read it on her Kindle, and I read it in a day, and it was amazing. And I just continued to read from there. What book was out when you started it? Oh, the first one. The, just the first? Oh, nice. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, I okay. basically just heard it from everybody here, just like nonstop <laughs> you talk were like about the last it. One to join and it. I was the last one. I literally just finished it like maybe a month ago because I did the audio books, which that was torture because I'm a fast reader, yeah. so yeah. I'm just like talk fast. And I don't know what's Let me consume this. <laughs> so I had actually heard from Joe, who told Melissa, and me and Melissa decided we're going to Japan. We've got a 13-hour flight. We can read three books in that time. <laughs> We both cheated and read the first book before we got on the flight, first of all. <laughs> and then we got on the flight and read the second book, which was even more suspenseful. Oh, so yeah. like, uh. Second one's when it starts. And yeah. Of course, we're not on the same row, so I can't talk to her. Oh, and that's so we so just like wait. lean up. And <laughs> yeah, just make faces. Just like yeah. hand movements. Yes. Just signals. What part are you on? Did you give the flight attendants notes? <laughs> Luckily, we were all sitting next to each other. We didn't have to pass notes. Mm. It was fantastic. intense. <laughs> <laughs> Reading porn on a plane. Reading As you porn. do. How European. I mean, we're in inter- international air, so yeah, all rules. There's hold, no rules. You know? no. <laughs> it's the Wild West up yep. there. So for Captain Prince, uh, let's talk about our least favorite and our favorite character. And least favorite scene and favorite scene. My favorite character would have to be Pascal, the the physician. Mm -hmm. I always wonder how much he really knew the entire time. I feel like he knew a lot and didn't say anything, and I just Mm -hmm. find that so interesting. I feel like he has the down low. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Counselor Guion was my least favorite, just Mm. because he was not interesting. Mm. I didn't hate him. He was a bad guy, but he wasn't regent bad, but he wasn't interesting. So favorite... As seen by my namesake, is Charles, <laughs> the renowned Varetian cloth merchant. Love Charles and his earnestness in support of his prince. Such a, good Such man. a patriot Charles and self-sacrificing, and he saint, wants you to know he has never traded in slaves. That's his assistant that says that. Other than that, I liked Nicandros a lot. He's the friend that can't tell his friend what to do because he's the king, but he's also like, I'm going to try to save you somehow from making these horrible decisions. <laughs> I love you, but you're an idiot. Like, God damn it, bro. Yeah. Why don't you stop it? Please. Uh, again? One of the best parts is when they're in the war room at the table planning. Laurent tells the slave, not Damon, go get me some tea. And Damon stands up real awkward and Nicandrus goes, too loud. Yeah. This conference is over. <laughs> The king is ready to ride. <laughs> He's done. I love him. What a bro. What a bro. What a bro. Yep. Dude, you're thinking with your dick. Yeah. Stop. Stop. He's like, God. He like, takes one look at Laurent and he's like, I don't need the beginning or the middle of the story. I know what everything is happening. He's like, I've already figured it out. Funny thing. <laughs> and then for least favorite character, I don't know if I have a really least favorite character. Of course, all the 
bad characters are hateable, but I think they're all pretty well like written and well rounded. Mm. I guess Govar is mm-hmm. the mercenary. He first has to wrestle Damon, and he has mm-hmm. to beat in the wrestling ring. It's just a total scumbag, um, but he's a good foil. I guess or plot device. <laughs> I was gonna say like Jordan, that's also my Charles's favorite <laughs> twin. Just, oh, so okay. I'm gonna be the basic bitch and say Laurent because mm-hmm. he's a shitty blonde. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta love a shitty blonde. Also, though, and I'm bad with names, so get ready for y'all to have to come in and be like, <laughs> who you're talking about. We're here for you. Thank you. The other shitty little boy. Nick who Hades. Was, yes, yeah. thank yeah. you. Also really enjoyed him because, <laughs> oh, wow, yes. what a conniving little yes. bitch. <laughs> I was just listening in the car to a part where he says, how long have you been a pet in this court? He goes, three years, he said in a voice that implied, you won't last ten minutes. (laughs) 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 There was a snap and everything in that. I loved him and real sad. Least favorite was mercenary mm-hmm. dude. Gavar. Yeah, Gavar. Yep. Fuck that dude. <sighs> gross. God. Yeah, mm-hmm. gross. Yeah, gross. You know, just mm-hmm. gross. And then, of course, like the regent and all the, the main, you know, bad, bad touch people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bad touch people. I'm also going to say I'm basic and say Laurent just because his voice seemed the most authentic to me. And also mm-hmm. the tragic backstory added death to him. I don't usually care for tragic backstories. I'm not Melissa. <laughs> she's not here. She can't kick my ass. <laughs> she's somewhere and she's just stopped. <laughs> A shiver up or right. Damon is nice arm candy, but mm. like no thoughts mm. head empty. No. He's just a bland uh, beefcake. Himbo. <laughs> he's kind himbo. of himbo. a himbo. He's a himbo. He's a sweet himbo. himbo. Sweet, sweet, sweet himbo. Yeah. Sweet he's himbo. all uh, fighting smarts and not, yeah. not he sure, people smarts. He sure is pretty. Yeah, he sure, <laughs> he sure, is, sure is good to look at. Yep. <laughs> just arm candy. Yep. My favorite scene was the regent's men mistaking the prostitute in the tavern for Same. Oh, Same. Oh I always think about that. that and of course, Damon and Laurent on the balcony that, together. That's my favorite mm-hmm. scene. That's what I was going to say. Because yeah. when Laurent can't stop laughing, and he's just yeah. like, you're going to give us yeah. away. Oh my God. Stop. And he's like, your highness, put on your pants. And he goes, I'm not the highness, I'm the tavern yeah. boy. It's like, it's the highness. His highness is masquerading as the tavern boy. because this is the tavern boy. His highness is hot. <laughs> Giant beast of yeah. animal <laughs> dying. A great animal. <laughs> I don't have a least favorite scene, but I have a least favorite character who kind of ties into like my least favorite theme, maybe. Jacoste. Mm. Oh. I the one woman in the entire series who has more than one line. <laughs> and she's the evil bitch stereotype yeah, from like yeah, 2000s yeah. fanfic. Yeah. I could have done without that. The time period when Captain Prince was originally written was the 2000s fanfic era, <laughs> so that can be forgiven. Yeah, I just wish there was more than two. And I went to the wiki page to remember her name, and there's like, in female characters, there's two listed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so. Damn. Sausage party. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really wish they had went into more of Yocast because I feel yeah. like she, she had a story there's that we a lot didn't get there. to see. There is. Yeah. There's so much there that I wanted to know about. Because you think she's evil, and then when Laurent tells her plan, no, you were actually doing mm-hmm. this for him the whole time. I'm yeah. like, I want to know more. Yes. I want a side story of her whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I also just really love Charles the Merchant. <laughs> and I also really love Nicandros because they were both so funny and it, they just really brought a humor to the story because a lot of times it's very tense and kind of sad. They were that breath of fresh air that you're like, oh, okay, there's some fun, there's some lightness. I hated Gavar. Yeah. Very one-note villain. Mm-hmm. He's the big bad guy. Where is he um, fucking something? <laughs> and he fucks women. Yeah. Get out of here with that shit. My favorite scene was also in the brothel, but mm-hmm. it's when uh, Damon rips off the bars yeah. to the yes. window, yes. and the rot is like Speechless. He's just yeah. so right. horny. It's, it's like both. shit. Now I have a boner, <laughs> and we gotta go. And he just Fuck. has to walk by. Like God, that was so hot. <laughs> oh no, that. that's hot. And then oh, I would have like, to say my least favorite scene when Jord found out about Emmerich, mm. the betrayal mm. of that and his reaction because I felt like George was just a very good person. Yeah. No deception in him, and then to find out that yeah. about that, yeah. that was hard. That was probably my least favorite. I guess it's just more of a story plot that I didn't like. I didn't like how 
Laurent in the beginning of the third book, that whole section where he didn't show up to the war, mm-hmm. and it, I felt kind of stagnant yeah. to me, and mm-hmm. it didn't move forward. It wasn't until the games happened in the third book that I was like, okay, now I'm here. Oh yeah, the games. <laughs> Love the mm-hmm. Octon. Uh, reading quickly for our friend Melissa, who couldn't be here because of her own family tragedies, her favorite character is, of course, the tragic blonde Laurent. Mm-hmm. She also didn't like Yocast, as they say in the audiobook, who I would have probably called Jocasta. Which I oh. said Yocasta earlier, and someone's like, that's how you say it? And I was like, I only did the audiobook. The audiobook pronounces some things, I think, that aren't 100% right. Yeah. When I read it, I um, thought it was Jocasta. Because yeah. like, read they say it like, Eos yeah. instead of Ios. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, I'm holding the Japanese book right now, which phonetically writes things out, and it is supposed to be um Akiolos instead of Akalos, oh, and Ios um, instead of Eos, which mm. would be the Greek way to say the thing. Right. Yeah. So, which would make it Jocasta. Laurent like or Laurent? I think Laurent is probably correct. Because okay, it's definitely French. French. I went yeah. with my real name and added a T. Because, <laughs> I mean, obviously, if I see it, yeah. more, majority of the word said a certain way, right. that's just how my brain was. I was like, that this was is me so with George. I was like, you were missing some letters, <laughs> my guy. Where's the rest of the say, if you mess up a word, it's okay because you learned it from reading. Exactly, yeah. 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 The reading rainbow. <laughs> and so, yeah, she, does, she doesn't <laughs> like Jocasta or Yocast. And of course, the regent is horrid. Mm-hmm. Her favorite scene is when they first have sex. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so <laughs> typical. <laughs> so typical. I had waited how many hundreds of pages, and I was trapped okay, on a flight point. to Japan mm-hmm. and needed to scream, but there were children around, <laughs> and she need, immediately t- needed to turn on her air vent. Um, oh, wow. And then she said it was really distressing when she thought Laurent was done for. That I guess that was her least favorite scene. So, let's see. My least favorite scene, and this is more of like a story thing also, was... The only scene in the book where it's not told from Damon's perspective mm. is in book three when it's told from Laurent's perspective when he got captured for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it absolutely needed to be told, mm-hmm. but it's it didn't really fit yeah. to yeah. me yeah, because it was taking weird. it to someone else's perspective for just one chapter yeah. and then going back. So that didn't flow for me. Thought of something else that I like liked and didn't like on a grander scale. I like the politics of this. You don't really mm-hmm. get a lot of fantasy politics yes. in yeah. uh, MM romance, but I hated the world building because it's mm-hmm. just Greece. Yes. So my favorite scene is the kiss on the battlements. That's Aww. just my favorite part. I go back to it over and over <laughs> really again. So I also have to say my favorite scene was the sex scene, and here's why. Uh, Sarah lent me the books, and I had not gotten to any sex, and I saw her the next time, and I was so upset. <laughs> and I just, like, had this whole rant about, like, like what I've the I've gotten fuck? heterosexual sex, I but I haven't gotten I like, gay I sex. I have had women and men having sex, but there's been not an ounce of gay sex, <laughs> and I have had it. And then literally... That night, I go home and I got to the chapter. <laughs> chapter night. Ask who you shall receive. I did. Yeah. Listen. I had, so it has to be my favorite just because I was so impatient. I. I. Yeah. I say I like slow burns. I really don't, man. <laughs> oh. Fuck slow burns. Nineteen point five. The. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Chapter nineteen yes. and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Least favorite scene. I mean, I'll, y'all kind of touched on some of the the bigger ones that I, I would probably mm-hmm. agree with. Once you finally hit that point, you know, you're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have a favorite quote? Uh, mm, me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Jordan is fucking I'm ready. ready. Damn, we've been waiting for this. <laughs> Back to Charles. It's when he's covering for them when they're under disguise as Charles and they meet up with the real, real Charles. Charles. And he just, oh my God. he just, he like takes a minute and he's like, I'm doing this for my king. He rolls he with it. And this is the quote. That's right. He is Charles. I am Charles. We are cousins, said Charles gamely, named after our grandfather. Charles! I just love love a man that a drop of a hat will just play along. And the next sentence, thank you, Charles. This man thinks I'm the king of (laughs) Agalos. Yeah, I had to put the book down because I was laughing so hard at that. It reminded me of the, I'm Squidward. No, No, I'm I'm Squidward. (laughs) (laughs) It's straight up, I was like, this is a Spongebob moment. Yeah, no. That that was was hands down. I, like, think of that often. Honestly, best quote. I'm going with that. There's a lot of romantic ones. There's, like, definitely a lot of really sweet moments or intense moments. But, man. But, buddy, because he comes down and he's like, what are you talking about? How dare you say it? 
is a bro oh, what actually yeah. i thought of one i it always stuck with me when uh, laurent says oh of course why wouldn't i want that a guy with a cock like a, a bottle and a beard like my uncle's <laughs> which sounds snarky and everything he's talking about being abused signature of his character is just to make a pissy little comment about joke it, about it. Yeah. Just, yeah that's really defined his character for me one of I have so many that Charles one that's a really good one, <laughs> but another one I like is so Rocher one of the mercenaries who then ends up being part of part of the team who goes along with the prince's army and doesn't mutiny. He keeps asking Damon, so wait, so who's on top between the two of you? And then the other guys are like, they're not fucking. But then later he and Rocher are talking. Damon's kind of looking off in the distance at Laurent and not paying attention. And he goes, oh, all right. He goes, you're not All right, what? Him. He goes, all right. You're not fucking him. I see that longing look you have. <laughs> oh, I remember that part. Unrealized uh, desires. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's a good, good moment. That, yeah, yeah, that is. Oh, that hit. That was like not a really yeah. big moment, mm-hmm. but it but was it, just that. It is. Yeah, it, it is. is. It is without being. Big emotion. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it was a very sorry. emotional It's Lazar. The story has a lot of surprises and more than one. Like, I think that's one of the most intriguing things about reading is is you don't know. Even if you're a reader who reads tons of things and kind of can guess plots, there are things that are going to surprise you about this storyline. What part of the book really (laughs) surprised you and you didn't see it coming? It being good. I didn't honestly (laughs) (laughs) how good it was. Because it was hyped up a lot and I was like... Damn it, this isn't going to be great. Because she had never published anything before. Uh, works from authors I don't know usually aren't that great. But it was really, really good. Yeah, I'm yeah. so glad that I actually didn't ignore my friend and actually read it. That's <laughs> how I feel. I love to write, but God, reading takes yeah. so long. <laughs> I love reading, but also I have no time to read. And I'm yeah. glad I just powered through all three of the books. There were just a lot of moments and quotes that just, I had to like actually put the book down and be like, Damn. I felt that on such a level. I don't know. She she really wrote, at least, I mean, the main two, of course, just so well and really delved into topics in a way that I didn't feel like I had to, oh, I got to stop. This is Mm going to be too much. It was just enough to get the point across, but in a really Mm -hmm. nice way. Right. (laughs) Definitely dealing with some heavy subjects, but in a way that wasn't like... Yeah. This is too much. Yeah, like, like not yeah. going into so much detail that you're just like, oh, fuck, I've, I've got to yeah. put it down. I can't do this. But it's kind of nice to be like, hey, mm-hmm. I get this. And, you, and you're done. You yeah, don't have yeah. to go any further. You don't have to live it with them. Mm-hmm. It is worth noting that she wrote this on LiveJournal a little bit of time years before. Yeah. So who knows what could have been going on there. Right. About what you said about her not going into it, it it still gave you enough details to mm-hmm. where if you put it together, yeah. you yeah. know he was groomed. You know mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. was given alcohol <clears throat> and sweet meats yeah. Yeah. and treat him. She, she puts those quotes yeah. in a starky thing. And so yeah. you can follow. You can pretty much make yeah. the story exactly. ahead, yeah. but you don't get that scene. But, right. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's nice because it, it's pieced together rather than just right there right. in mm-hmm. one paragraph, yeah. you know, yeah. or one page. And doing something like that, I feel like it, it kind of a nice change up to it to be slowly just given to you in little pieces so right that you now. can digest yeah you can digest easier. it and you're not just yeah. like having a moment where you're like and it kind of feels more <laughs> natural because he's letting go of these pieces slowly yeah because yeah. he's not he's ready to, to just up. open up the whole and, story. and that's that's also a nice kind of thing is it's like you're not dealing with a character who's still struggling with it like he's mm-hmm. he's obviously still working through the trauma but he has gotten to a point where it's no longer as triggering as yeah. it might have been. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that's kind of a refreshing change, too. Yeah. It just I, I thought that part was really well done, the way she told Laurent's story mm-hmm. through just comments that other people made. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. they... Like, he says at one point, oh, when I was 13, you could have led me around by the nose. Mm-hmm. And somebody yeah. else says, oh, my God, when he was 15, he was twice as beautiful as Nikkei's and ten times as intelligent. And other things that people say, you can tell that he was a sweet little boy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. now he is where he is, mm-hmm. and you could piece together why he is that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. One thing that really shocked me, there were some things that I saw coming way in advance, mm-hmm. but I think one thing that really shocked me, I don't know if I actually gasped, was when he says to Emmerich, I bet you were a pretty peach of a little boy. How old were you when you fucked my uncle? And I, yes. I did not see that. That, that, was that one was surprising. Yeah. And yeah. because... You could have, but there was just mm-hmm. such a short time yeah. went from his betrayal right. to like a chapter later. Right. Yeah. They didn't. Mm-hmm. We didn't have all those breadcrumbs along the way. Yep. 
you didn't have to read any further. You already know exactly what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that whole scene a lot, even though it's really painful. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole yeah. Emory well, and I I do like so that it has that extra surprise because mm-hmm. you don't really see that part coming. Mm-hmm. You do see the betrayal. I feel mm-hmm. I feel like I did, and I'm sure y'all agree too. Mm-hmm. But then that happened. You're just like, oh fuck, she got me. Damn. <laughs> That was one thing we talked online about was the regent, the abuse that he Mm -hmm. did towards Lauren. Melissa was telling us that she didn't see it coming at all. And me and Charles saw it coming a mile away. Mm -hmm. Book one. When he he kneels down, his uncle says, you were such a lovely little boy. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. I think, yeah. I knew very early Yeah, the first time he made a comment about, I was just like, oh, When he said that, when he said Nikkei's was his pet, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, he's done that to you. There's nothing wrong with being predictable. That's not the hallmark of a bad story. It's it's tropes. But the way she handled it made it so it wasn't just obvious. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like an eye roll. Oh, God, what it a It made cliche. you feel like yeah. a detective. Yeah. 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 It's, it's more rewarding that you figured it out. And one thing about that is, rather than having to go back and read it, when mm-hmm. you saw it early, you right. can pick up on things. Rather than having to go back and reread it from the beginning and then be like, oh, now I see mm-hmm. why that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. the end of Sixth Sense when you have to <laughs> yeah. watch the whole yeah. minute. You're like, no, he talked no. to people. You can't tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> He's not dead. And I kind of like that well. you have the pieces along the way. <laughs> It's been years. <laughs> if they have a sixth sense, they need to go watch Put it. in the warning. Like, warning. Taylor Oates for the sixth sense by M. Night Shyamalan. I was a child. <laughs> Is that Bruce Willis? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> incomparable. So I like that we got Laurent's story, like, bit by bit with pieces, whether you, mm-hmm. like, you caught it as you went along or towards the end. I almost think, too, it makes them easier to digest because you're giving these little small bits. But it almost, for me, made it worse not knowing exactly what happened to him. Because mm-hmm. it's that kind of thing that your imagination creates the worst possible scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I didn't know if, would it be worse to know exactly what happened to him? Or have my brain have these little mm-hmm. pieces and, like, ooh, mm-hmm. give him a hug. <laughs> give that boy a hug. hug. <laughs> One of the biggest storyline that I know... Melissa didn't see coming because I asked her and I was like, hey, do you think this? And she's like, no. Uh, was that uh, Laurent knew that Damien was Damianos mm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. And that I realized, I had suspicions because does he, does he not? Mm-hmm. I knew, I knew at one point in the second book when they're in the tent and he goes, Damianos is, and then he corrects himself. Damianos was, and I'm like, you know, Damianos is alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I was like, oh, yeah. no, because I'm like, an author doesn't put that in for no reason. Yeah. Right. I was like, if you it's were a human, okay, maybe, but you are a character in a book, and the author wrote this for a reason. Yeah, that means he yeah. knows, and I'm surprised. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to think when I. I, I had think. it spoiled for me. Oh, yeah. Was it me? It's okay. No. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, was no. it me? I, I'm a very impatient person. And so I finished listening to the first the to the to first book and I went on Tumblr and I was like, I want to find fan art. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Never look for fan art. I was so you're dead. Done. Oh God, I went There's too far. There's three books and I couldn't. I know, I know. But you, no, I'm impatient. Yep. I think it was, it was really early for me and I think it was just, the way, uh, Laurent. thank you. Lord. When he first tortures, oh, yeah. yeah, it was torture. I was like, this bitch knows. Yeah. He fucking knows. He's getting his revenge. He gets, yeah, he's getting it all. In you can say, oh, yeah. I'm just using you. But bullshit. Yeah. That was That's me personal. in my bedroom saying those things to the yeah. book as well. Yeah. I just want y'all to little bit. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, no. When he was that's, whipping him. Yeah, yeah he no. fucking it was personal. knew. Yeah. When I found out, I was like, oh, that's why he whipped him. Now I got it. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, and I mean, maybe it's when I write a shitty character, they're going to get their fucking vengeance as soon as they can. And yeah. he did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you yeah. go. Oh, no, you did my did. I still had a little question in my head until he revealed that he knew the mm-hmm. whole time. I could have seen it go both ways. But really, I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Laurent is too smart. There's right. no way. Yeah. Yeah. My biggest worry, too, was if he didn't know that it was Damianos, he, this relationship is just going to do It will be worse yeah. for him if he didn't know. So I was like, I really hope that he... I, I think that's why Melissa didn't see it, because she wanted that. Yeah. Because, like, that is also a very rewarding yeah. uh, drama. When that bomb gets dropped. Yeah, like, that like, kind wait, of shit. I slept with who? Like, who? <laughs> 
So I have to say that in reading the Goodreads reviews for this, because I always go back and read reviews after I read a book, so I don't get put off by something. Um, Someone said, um, shipping Laurent and Damon is the same as like shipping a Jew with his Nazi (laughs) prison guard. Basically, Laurent is Hitler. (laughs) Wow. I can see how they got to that. Like, it is a slave romance, basically. Yeah. And and it goes a long way to like portray what what is happening is not good, of course. Mm -hmm. And they have to work through the... I own you thing. But I wouldn't go that far. That is definitely a problematic aspect that I can see, though. A lot of it is problematic, really. (laughs) Yeah, actually, so a friend a couple years ago said, in lieu of gifts this year, send me your favorite ebook. And so I sent it to her. She likes BL. She used to be in our group, but she kind of moved away. Anyway, so I said, I'm sending you this book. It's great. There's two more after it. And then after I sent it, I was like, by the way, it contains slavery, <laughs> sexual yeah. slavery, and het. So just warn <laughs> yeah. the, so, the three big ones. The three yeah. big ones, yeah. yeah. There yeah. is forced sex between slaves. Mm-hmm. And that was really shocking to me yeah. when I read it. Just like that it's should be on the be. shocking. Well, it's supposed to be because yeah. Damon is yeah. shocked by it. Yeah. If we're yeah. reading Damon's point of view. Yeah. After the fact, I was like, by the way, A, um, <laughs> there's a few things you might have to work through in this first book, but I promise. Yeah. <laughs> the payoff yeah. is worth it. Gets it gets better. Yeah. It's a yeah. little slow between the main two, but just just give it some time. Mm-hmm. But if slavery and sexual slavery turned you off, I would I would maybe skip it. Yeah. <laughs> if slavery and sexual slavery does turn you off, the hell will get you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going somewhere and it's down. <laughs> if, if, it's a, if it's a big nope. Then yeah. mm. I, I feel no like a lot of people when I was reading reviews and when it was big on mm-hmm. Tumblr, it was like a lot of people had read the first book and it turned them off right. so much yeah. that they never finished the yes. rest of it. Mm-hmm. I do want to say that like, now I realize that when I like recommended it to you and Melissa, I didn't say all those things, but when I recommend it to anyone else, I'm like, hey, look out for <laughs> yeah. it. I, mean, I wonder if it's just because like naturally. Then, yeah. Yeah. It's I, okay. I saw someone else on Tumblr because I was reading through all of it and there was a lot of people who were turned off by the first book. Mm-hmm. And someone mentions a quote that Laurent says later on that was like, you were never a slave, Damianos. Mm-hmm. And saying like, oh, well, he wasn't ever really a slave. And I was like, mm, I cannot spin that any Part-time differently. Part-time slave. Yeah. Slave buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might say that, yeah. but it's... Yeah. That's not what he meant by that man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> let's, not, let's not take that for that. But that's I also saw a lot of that happening. Yeah. And when they finally got together, one of the things that he says in the book is he goes, you know, if you were a pet, I would have bought out your contract three times over. But he can't really let him go because, one... He's a powerful right. tool mm-hmm. right now. And two, he's in this war right. and he can't just let his best man leave. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that sort of alleviates some of the power imbalances mm-hmm. they have because he's like, no, you're my equal at this point. Yeah. And that's when they sort of get together yeah. at right. that point. Yeah. They don't get together until the, yeah. they are more on equal footing, yeah. which is good. Melissa, of course, says, I'm fine with everything in the book. <laughs> I think a lot of the bad content is with the evil guys in the first place, so it really just makes them extra evil, mm-hmm. like Papa Dino and Banana mm-hmm. Fish. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the bad mm. stuff is presented as bad, right. which makes yeah. it yes. better for me to read. Because right. you're not saying, mm-hmm. oh, it was just some rape. That's fine. Right. It's yeah. like, no, this was bad. Yeah, This is bad. Can, yeah. Everyone knows it's bad. That's, I can yeah. forgive things in fiction. Usually I have like hard lines, but none of those are my hard lines. No. no. Uh, in your opinion, what about this book made it such a hit? This is huge. This is the first MM romance that really got on the Goodreads best romance list. It didn't win, but it was third. It yes. made it to the final round, and it almost won its category. I'll start with what Melissa said. I'm not really sure, because the story draws on a lot of BL references, and it's clear that the author is a Fujoshi on some level. They read things like Blue Morning and have reference Ainukusabi, and... I would, this is Charles again, interjecting that I would say that in many ways, this is very reminiscent of Ainokusabi and possibly sort of the author's own take on it. So she says, so I think it was big in Fujoshi and MM communities because it plays so well into what we read in our stories usually. Well, and I think Melissa has a point, like it is very much our kind of literature. This is something, it could easily play out as an anime. Yeah. Because... You've got your two main characters that the characteristics that every, you know, sime uke tropes, they, they fit into those very nicely. The storyline, it's political. good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah. yeah, there's still uh, enough you don't political get intrigue. Yeah, yeah it's just, it, it has enough elements that a good fantasy story needs mm-hmm. without being 
really fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna knock on it, and I'm sorry, but fantasy novels are very yeah, long. Yeah, like Lord of the oh, Rings. Yeah. Like God, I know, bro, but like it's fucking <laughs> long. <laughs> Another thing that it ties in that this is my first MM romance that I read, and so coming from BL where it's big. Wow, you usually, really jumped down the rabbit hole. After <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah. it took I you. dove ever. Um, <laughs> Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> Manga all is coming sort of from a Japanese perspective. Sometimes it has Japanese context and historical context that you need to know, which I'm, of course, very interested in. Mm-hmm. But this, it was written by someone who is from, and readers who are from, countries colonized by Europe. Mm-hmm. It ties in that sort of European history that we learned about every year of our whole, you know, first yeah. 12 <laughs> years of schooling. Yeah. It brings back things that we kind of remember about history stuff. Being in not France and not Greece. <laughs> uh, and of course, I love Greece. And then it's got that international geopolitics element. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And made it gay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, listen. Yeah. I think that's really what it was is that it's a fantasy story that has an actual plot, and the mm-hmm. plot isn't just romance, but there yeah. is romance in it. And you don't get that a lot. And this is no disrespect at all, but I think it's just kind of the luck of the draw and what mm-hmm. gets very popular. True. Um, I think mm-hmm. of Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda, which mm-hmm. is a very popular YA that blew up, mm-hmm. but it's just a regular YA MM romance. Mm-hmm. I've read a million like it, and I'll read a million more. Some people just latch onto things, and that becomes mm-hmm. the next yeah. big thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just what looks out. Yeah. When was this published again? Like 2016? 2016? Yeah. Okay. That, I mean, okay. timing-wise. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to say, is I think everyone was primed for that kind of fantasy not medieval, but that kind of like high fantasy setting because yeah. of Game of Thrones and Lord of the yeah. Rings. Yeah. And everyone is enjoying that content. Yeah. So they're like, oh, that's kind of something that I like. Yeah. Let's check it out. Yeah. After forks were invented, but before guns. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A good time. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought 2016 because that's when I told you guys, and that's yeah. when it like came back up. I totally yeah. forgot that it was published in 2013 when I read it in because 2014. Because King's Rising came out, yeah, so, and yeah. that's when people started to take notice of it because yeah. it was like it was been published since 2013. I read it in 2014, and then Tumblr got a hold of it, mm-hmm. and everyone started talking about it yeah. and around the time. Yeah. It was prime Tumblr yeah. time, and that's yeah. I mean, 2016 was a hard year, guys. It was. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> listen, Captain right Prince also, ending yeah, was a, nice. a good way. So, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like. 2013 to 2016, we were getting a lot more content that was, you know, LGBT was engaging in a way where it wasn't tragic, mm-hmm. sad stories. Right. It was you know? happy. They had a it, happy yeah. ending. They're, they're, we're allowed like, to be happy now. We're, we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can unbury your gaze. Yeah. Because, like, the stuff <laughs> I read in high Got school. Zombie gaze. Zombie gaze. Sorry. <laughs> zombie gaze. <laughs> the, the, the stuff I read in high school, the majority of it was pretty tragic. Mm-hmm. There was only mm-hmm. one book I can think of right now off the top of my head that was actually light and happy, and I was surprised it wasn't popular. It was Boy Meets Boy by uh, David David Leviathan. Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that was like a mm-hmm. nice... Happy story, and those were just so rare. Yeah. It was jank, though. I hate it that was, book. I didn't it. have a lot of he options. Though. See, that's the thing. I didn't have a lot of options. I've read that book a lot, but I think it came out in a time mm-hmm. when it was needed. Ha- there was a hole. Need something hole. happy. There was a hole to fill. And <laughs> get it out. <laughs> I I'm sorry. <laughs> I think one of the the special things about Captive Prince is I can't think of a way you could make this story heterosexual. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can't have a power balance where I'm trying to win my kingdom back and you're trying to win. In a patriarchal society, there's no way we could make this with a woman. It just wouldn't work that same way. And I think that's something special. Mm-hmm. You have to make this gay. There's mm-hmm. no way you can't make this right. gay. Make Which, yeah. that's awesome to, to yeah. produce something that people can't take and... Heterosexual hug? Yeah, head yeah. it up. Because we'll make like, an just so you know, show of this, but it'll be a yeah. girl and a boy. And the like, straights oh, head it up Omegaverse. They can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so this well, is and, it's, and it's sue over it. it. So well, now sued. in the, oh the U.S. God. court system, we now have on paper, Omegaverse was created when actor Jared Padalecki like, was written to have fucked Jensen Ackles. That's in our history books forever. Reading, reading the court filings, they have copious quoting from these two books <laughs> yeah. that are somebody saying is being plagiarized. It's oh, wild. It's a fucking it's like wild. You guys thing. know they're not copying each other. It's just bad fanfic. No. They're all like that. Yeah. But you you make a good point on them not being able to to make it straight. We as fans get all this straight content that we mm-hmm. have to go make gay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And now we mm-hmm. have something yeah. that you can't take it. You from can't us. exactly. <laughs> it's so. Satisfying. Yeah. 
And it's yes. a world where it's okay to be gay. Never has yeah. been. <laughs> but I did like that because, like, in ancient Greece, Spartans and stuff, there was they a lot of gay happening. This happened. is in Greece, though. It's right. fantasy it's not Greece. Greece. Not but Greece. I like that that was a very okay thing. But you better not have a, a unwedded child. Or oh, no. Yeah, like, there's still yeah. some rules, but, there like, otherwise, it was like, fuck who you want. Also, yeah. it forces the author to make up a conflict that isn't just, we can't be together because right. we're both boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's, that's very refreshing. refreshing. Like, yeah. There was way bigger issues keeping them apart yeah. of their kingdoms. Yeah. I think yeah. it wasn't just like, oh, we can't be together because we're we, both boys. Oh, <laughs> we both have dicks. Yeah. Oh. God. And there's no yeah. religion. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There wasn't any. No. No. Oh, I didn't even think that we didn't that notice that. Makes it, are we godless? <laughs> we are. Uh, look at us. Listen, Come we on. Already Take that. Run with look it. at the things we argue about. Yeah. <laughs> well, no <laughs> devil. God. Do you think there's an audience for this story outside the Fajoshiam and Romance fans? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I don't no. think so. No. so <laughs> I mean, you have to be like already like either a secret Fujoshi, a right. budding Fujoshi to get it because, like, like you said, a lot mm-hmm. of people just stop reading after the first book. Yeah. No Fujoshi That's I know true. did that. Mm-hmm. But no. it's true. I th- I, at the same time, I think it should definitely be put out there for someone right. to discover that. Right. Oh, yeah. this is my jam. Because right. I, I feel like after Game of Thrones, people are ready for some. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that was but, strange. You know, yeah. It was yeah, a lot did. less gay wiener than Butters promised me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I needed more gay wiener in the the game. Yeah. I would recommend it red, white, and royal blue to my coworkers, but I would never do that with captive friends. Oh, no, yeah. this one's definitely like I need to know a person. Yeah. yeah, like I would suggest this to my close friend who I know they could get past the first yeah. book. Like, I wouldn't recommend somebody... it to an anime fan off yeah. the bat, but it's definitely right. a Fujoshi. Because we sort of have the background knowledge of Aino Kusabi, where that pet relationship world is is kind of shocking, you know. So yes. we've we've seen that shock before. But somebody who I think would be really shocked by this, I think I would maybe not recommend it unless I know they're into gay relationship right. stories. Right. One of our friends works for a library in a larger suburb of Dallas. Each of the employees gets to put a book out on the recommended mm. shelf. And she has tried multiple times <laughs> to put Captain <laughs> on the shelf. And it always mysteriously disappears. And she finally asked her supervisor, like, you know, this is a really conservative area. And so we just think maybe it's better if yeah. we don't. So she she, she keeps trying to sneak it up there. There's some Vajoshis that need that. I know. Yeah. need yeah. that in that library. But, like, She's she fighting saying, a good fight. Yeah. I also have staff ricks at my library, and we didn't have Captain Prince at all. No one in our, like, system does. So I bought it, and I did not put it on staff ricks. <laughs> It is in the library. And I put red, white, and royal blue on our staff racks. Mm-hmm. I made the decision, like, right. one yeah. gay shit. I can't yeah. let people know. Melissa says, if I recommend this to anyone, it would be for fantasy and epic fans who could mm-hmm. try an MM romance. Mm-hmm. This is slow burn, but it is sexual. But there is, there's rape in the, yeah, in the early right. parts of hypersexual some, yeah. society. And I forgot about that by the end yeah. of the series. Yeah. 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 That so. first book, there's a lot of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. In there the is. courtyard mm-hmm. and everything. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And, and, cell. and yeah. That, that's, it's funny because, like, yeah, we all did at, at first say yes because we are desensitized. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's yeah. some high yeah. fantasy fans yes. because if you read a lot of that, mm-hmm. sometimes they have a lot of shit like this. Right. Well, I, mean, I, I think, think like high fantasy. I'm thinking, like, Witcher, the Witcher novel. No Witcher fans. No, no. They would have I to can't be think like of any high fantasy cool novel. gay and fantasy yeah. fans. They would have to have both. There's definitely a Venn diagram here. Yeah. Yeah. I do like, like The well, Witcher and Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and I am that Venn I diagram. I am person in that I love it's all just two people. High fantasy is my shit. Yeah, and yeah. if your favorite character from Game of Thrones was Sir Loras of Highgarden, <laughs> then yeah, you might like this. or Ramsay Bolton. Yeah, Ramsay. Oh yes. Because like I'm not a super high fantasy person. Yeah, I watch Game of Thrones, but like sometimes it did bore the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. And this was just enough. You mean you know? the other side of the Venn diagram? Yeah. I am. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. on this side. It helps you're on that there's side. There's only like both two meet. central. People have yeah, to care about. right. That, yeah, and that's yeah. the other thing is like you really There's only need mm-hmm. to know the main mm-hmm. two, yeah. rather than like these other ones are like you also need to know his third brother, second cousin, right? And twice removed. Yeah. <laughs> that's mentioned Uncle. one. Who yeah, you like oops. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I see a high fantasy book that has a fucking index, you have to go in the back and you have to relearn who you've been introduced yeah. to. No, thank it you. It has like different names of holidays see, and seasons. And you'll see how bad I am with names. Know. Like yeah. that would fuck me up. 
you were to cast a TV series. Can I just say, please don't say a little lily white guy for Damon, please. He is Mediterranean. Oh, no, yeah, no, that's in the boy. Thank yes. you. Not exactly. He yeah. he has a very kind of aggressive face. I just he I'm picturing be, the Dothraki you know, Kyle Drogo. Mama, Not he could be the bro. He could be, be Nicandrus. Yes. Yeah. But someone, that could be Nicandrus. Someone similar. To mm-hmm. him, I think, because he has got that curly hair. Mm-hmm. And, and that olive um, skin. The olive skin. But Jason Momoa also has the buffness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. He has to be a muscular. <laughs> he has to be a big boy. Himbo. Absolutely, let's have Jason Momoa in this, but again, Nick Or when he gets slightly older, uh, Macadon. Oh. <laughs> My choice yeah. is Edgar Ramirez. Who is oh. a Venezuelan? Ooh. Okay, he's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hugh Melissa <laughs> was saying for Laurent to do Arthur from Merlin. <gasps> yes! No. I yes. Merlin. I was gonna suggest uh, for Charles Jack Black. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes! Oh I my god! Uh, real I can see Christopher Walken as P- Pascal. Oh, oh my god! god. Yes. I am imagining right? every scene I like right that. now with the hat shaped like a loaf of bread. <laughs> Why are you with Laurent's, you know, army goes, I was originally with <laughs> the Queen's Queen. <laughs> Just that accent. Yeah. yeah. I, would. Uh, I can't do it. I, I used, used, to, used to. but I was thinking Margot Robbie for your cast or Joe hmm. Pons. Oh, I can see that. Oh. Yeah. Lena. Lena. Headley. 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 Yes. Headley. Yeah. Natalie Dormer. Natalie Dormer. I love her little, like, quirk of her lips. Yes. I do that like would that. be a perfect yeah. yo cast. She, yeah. I think she'd be You put a curl, like, kind of a curly mm-hmm. wig. Yeah, that would Because she has that smirk. She yeah. like, I know what you're going to do. Like, look at me. Yeah. And just and seeing her yeah. and Laurent mm-hmm. just smirk at each other. Oh, yeah, God. that would be, that would be very good. She yes. was my also like her and Margot were like the two ones I could see That's, playing her because they have yeah. they do they have they that have expression. that like yeah that I'm better than I'm you. up to no good yeah. and you can never figure it out because you're a dumbass yeah yes. I have no cast because I'm bad with names so. yeah <laughs> I'm bad at thinking of actors yes and the case yeah. could be yes. anyone Whoa. for the regent I don't know. Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> we circle back. Just going to be Charles and the Regent. Some double cast. Some like Game of Thrones. Uh, I was trying to think of Game of Thrones. Game what of about Thrones. Tyrion, the, the main Tyrion. Tyr- not Tyrion. Like, the, oh, the oh, Tywin. Oh, oh, my God. Tyrion. Tyrion. The guy who plays Tywin. That would yeah, be Tywin good. Would, yeah. yeah, he would or be Or Littlefinger. Oh. Yeah. He could do it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Littlefinger. I could see him as like Gion. Yeah. yeah. Littlefinger. He's not quite mm. good enough to be like someone Kenneth in charge because he wants to. He's the guy that looks him. like he wants he's to be the in charge. He's the one that's in the shadows. Yeah. He wants yeah. to be in charge too bad that he doesn't look yeah. the part. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, Tywin, I think, would be a good, be good. I always imagined the region being like a little bit bigger. stockier. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to think, like, there are characters that you're just like, ah, this bitch. Yeah. But I'm still thinking like and, Game of yeah. Thrones, Lord Bolton, like, Ramsey's Like dad. the yeah. Vasque tribe, we gotta have from Game of Thrones the tall girl. No. Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. Christy. Christy, Christy, yeah. yeah. And they did She's so. They did. I want a more Phasma in Star Wars. Yeah. Jack Black would be great as the beringed, uh, like, oh, handle. Yes! 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 What was his name? Start with a G, too. Oh. The one um, who keeps on coming in and telling him to be good, yes. right? Yeah, He's like, yeah the, the handler. advertisement. Yeah. The prince has yeah. such a good head for these things. Yeah. Jack Black has okay. to just be yeah. yeah. somewhere. Somewhere. Put him in anything. Yeah. It'll just make it better. This next part is going to be the best part, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. It's where we get to argue. A big contention among the group. Something that shocked us. I think it was interesting to see how equally shocked when we found out, well, of course we read it this way. And then the other side was like, what? You read it that way? No way. How did you even <laughs> read it that way? Of course. It's, and we were both equally 100% shocked that the other people did not see it the same way we mm-hmm. did. Because how? There's such a dichotomy between us that... We've got to see what the public think. If you want, we're probably going to put up a poll on our Twitter. So please vote on what you think. But we're going to have the argument, did Laurent love his brother and want to be with him romantically? Or did he just hero worship his brother, Auguste? Mm -hmm. Yes. Fraternal love or Eros? 
A goose? That's a how goose. the audio books. That's, that's unfortunate. Goose. I didn't hear a goose. I just I, I was like, saying like a Augusta. single I, 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 I said August. That's that's what the audio book says. So I mean that's fair. The audio book. That's how I heard it. But August. 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 So so Sarah and Charles here are in one camp. Yes. Which is. I think he just hero worships him. I I was shocked that people could see it any other way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now my default setting is no one ever wants to be with their brother ever. So of course I didn't read into it this way. <laughs> yeah. I I think he really worshiped him. He was so young. Now, never having been a 13-year-old boy, I can't really say, <laughs> no. but I don't think that he would have had sexual attraction for his brother unless he had been groomed as such perhaps which i don't think he was yet i think he just loved him fraternally as his brother okay respectable all right, respectable. All right. Other so side. i'll read melissa's first <clears throat> yeah so three of us that are on this camp is uh, kit Cho, and melissa and this is what melissa wrote in y'all know that i believe canonically laurent was in love with his brother he so vociferously protests that it would have been incest read the rumors that it's very lady doth protest too much I think it's a love that developed because August wasn't the regret and his wires got crossed about what love really is. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I think it absolutely starts as hero worship, but I think in given mm. what he was probably subject to, just like a lot of things that were going on around him, it could have easily crossed that line mm-hmm. into a more, oh, I'm in love with him. Yeah. And because his brother was the only tender one, the only one really nice to him... And yeah. that, given what Laurent, you know, was kind of exposed to and probably going through at the same time, I think he, he legitimately fell in love with him. And yeah. I don't think anything ever happened. Mm-hmm. I think, yes, as a teenage boy who's probably horny all the fucking time, <laughs> wanted something to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, I think given his his circumstances, the, the kind of environment he was around, I do see it as being beyond the point of familiar love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I don't know very many 13-year-old boys who love their brothers. They're getting at that age where they resent them and yeah. they want to be their own person. And that was already a point towards that. And maybe I've just read a lot of manga and fic where it's laid <laughs> out for me how that could happen. Like you said, he went through a lot, and that mm-hmm. seems like a more pure form. This is someone yeah. who like loves and cares for him and hasn't hurt him. Yeah, I do agree with Melissa that it is Lady Doth protest too much. Mm-hmm. But when he said that he has no need for relationships of any sort, I took that as him saying, well, I've got you, and what yeah. I have with you is in and of itself fulfilling, so I don't need to look anywhere else. So mm-hmm. I guess it depends on what the sexual abuse from his uncle was happening in contemporary with that. I feel like his uncle, because even Pascal said, you know, his brother always protected him. I don't feel like actually sexually abusing him until after the death of his father and his brother. And in that sense, it it makes it more powerful for me to know that he went into it innocent, pure. Mm-hmm. I don't really love anyone. I'm not really interested. I'm 13. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden that innocent is completely broken. It makes it more heartbreaking. Whereas if he was already interested in that, it, it does make it less dramatically powerful. I still think even if he wasn't like at the time being sexually abused, the fact that if he's being groomed, mm-hmm. he sees his uncle liking him in that sense he can also see well that means what i'm feeling towards my brother actually can be the same thing and and i feel like that it can still work either way i feel like it was maybe happening either he was grooming and it was about to happen Mm -hmm. or it it certainly was happening and i still think it works where he just he was in a situation where that's what he saw I feel very strongly towards my brother and then those feelings became more attraction and more love and further than familial. And I don't want to speak for C.S. Picot, but if she is a Fujoshi, which she is, then Mm -hmm. she's been exposed to a lot of things of this nature. The fact that it's there, it's seen as not supposed to be creepy. She probably just like maybe wrote it that way as like a little given and then... I do think it is written in a great way where it is take it how you see it. Yeah. Which is why we were so... Why we were so divided. I didn't even think of that until yeah. and I was like well that's just just Melissa and Cho they always <laughs> do that but then we just come in it's the people no. who usually aren't about the brothers <laughs> I think you could argue the case that he he looks back and has fallen in love with him after he's dead but 
contemporary as he's 13, I don't think he loves I don't it think he doesn't work as much if he's older and looks back because the point is that it's uh he's young and therefore yeah. things get crossed and, the, and he's the more death, of an innocent. You know, yeah. the, and I see, I don't see that he's gotten crossed yet because he hasn't, mm. he trusts his uncle, he respects him, he hero worships him equally. Mm. But I don't think it's romantic with his uncle. I don't think his uncle's crossed those lines because he hasn't been able to. Mm. I also feel mm. like the Doth protest too much is because his brother is pure, his brother is sanctified mm-hmm. after death he you you're saying that about him and he was the one person in his life who wasn't like that yeah. how could you possibly say that about him and i feel like that's more what he's trying to do than the oh you're you found my secret but how many people accuse someone of of that without there being a reason for it well, it didn't come out of nowhere i have a totally different interpretation than all of you i don't think the uncle went after him until after August and the mm-hmm. father were out of the way. Then the only obstacle was Laurent to him being the king. Then Laurent ran to him, Uncle, Uncle, please don't right. leave me. He took advantage of that. You know, I love you. I'll always love you. And you're saying that everyone around him was bad, but only August was good. Now, I also think that he mentions how naive he was. He wasn't Truth. seeing all yeah. that stuff. He wasn't seeing all the treachery and things that were going on. His life was pampered probably mm-hmm. and he was just learning book stuff and he practicing with his brother and loved his brother looked up to his brother and it wasn't until afterward that he found out how horrible the world really was and there's just a huge personality shift from this sweet innocent little boy to later when he says i know how it would have been if you and august had hung out you guys mm-hmm. would have been watching tournaments mm-hmm. i would have been trying to get a word in edgewise not mm-hmm. he would be jealous yeah. of damon for having his brother's attention but yeah. the other way around and the protest too much thing, the way I see it played out in my head, the regent, in order to undermine Laurent's mm-hmm. position, he spread those rumors. Of, oh, like, I agree. They were together, they were together, they were together. And I also think perhaps the king convinced him, oh, you loved Auguste, right? Mm-hmm. You loved him. You were in love with him. You wanted him from there. But I think he maybe sort of convinced Laurent he was like that, though there's really no textual evidence to support that. Mm-hmm. When Laurent is, says specifically, I didn't love my brother, that is incest. He maybe internalized that he did when he probably didn't because his uncle made him think that and then turned around and used that against him to mm. undermine his position and get people in the court whispering about him. him when he had done... Just all. Yeah. I saw it the way I saw it when I first read it, Mm -hmm. but I could easily see, like, because there were a lot of scenes where for a minute I was like, okay, maybe not. Like, (laughs) this specific scene, maybe it wasn't as... And a lot of the book was like that. Exactly, and that's the thing, and I think it's, again, we we said earlier, she kind of wrote it in a way that I feel like, take it as you want. I I like that, because Mm -hmm. there probably isn't a real... Like, I'm sure she has her answer, (laughs) that it works for her. Maybe, maybe. But... That's good. That's a yeah. good way to write something. It's, it's let- Rorschach's incest. Yeah. yeah. I know the author, Neil Gaiman, he writes stories. He's like, it's yours after right. that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, unlike Definitely. Harry Potter, <laughs> yeah. you, you keep on going. Yeah. No, I'm Please done. Stop. This Please is my stop. book. Quit messing with it. <laughs> yeah. When I first listened to it, I definitely knew that Laurent loved his brother. And I think that when I was reading it, I saw it as a hero worship. He was a saint. I was like, who knows what Laurent's idea of love was at that age? Because who knows when the grooming start? I Mm -hmm. do agree with Charles. I think that it didn't become maybe sexual until after the king had died. But I definitely think the grooming started before then. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, I got posed the question of, was Laurent romantically in love with his brother? And then I was like... Because so I, I had been exposed to that media and I've consumed yeah. that media. And, you know, now I'm going back and thinking, I can kind of see it now. Yeah. Very stuck in the middle of where my first interpretation was. Now that I have been posed that question, like thinking about it, everyone's been making really good points. And I think that's the beauty of it is mm-hmm. that you can take it and see what you want. And it works yeah. for you and yeah. it enhances the story for you. Yeah. This is the thing I keep thinking about is the regent did everything he could to shift yes. support away from Laurent. Yes. He yeah. said, he's not doing his duty. He won't go to the border. He's lazy. He won't do this. Mm-hmm. He just sits around all day. He's a book virgin. He was in love with his brother. <laughs> in a kingdom of people who it's societally unacceptable to love people of the opposite sex. Right. Yeah. See, that's what he was... loved his I brother. I want to know what? how is incest viewed in this world because it is so heavily pushed same-sex relationships. Mm-hmm. 
what what are the moral standards? I'm guessing for this against moral? because I mean, they use that definitely. As a weapon against well, him. but is it against like oh shit, don't you dare fuck your brother, mm. or is it kind of like that's a little tasteless? Yeah. Would it be a big of a deal if you he know? wasn't a prince? If it does it look bad because you're a prince, or is it really they were just like okay, listen, we don't have a lot of rules about sex, but I, like, I would say don't it's probably just the mm, that's probably tasteless. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, if you look at the way the other counselors view the regent's love of mm. the children, right? Yeah, they're but like they still let it. Mm. See, and that's the thing. It was a little tasteless. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, there's no rule against it. That's right. Yeah, there's no rule against you know twelve-year-olds. And again, we could just speculate on this all the time mm-hmm. because there's nothing until the author actually says, "Well, here's how it was." I don't see her saying. And anything. I don't. I don't, I don't ever what see her. Was? Honestly, no. Just a from a, a standpoint of yeah. let your fans kind of have yeah, some yeah. fun. Because the moment yeah. you start saying, you know, so and so's gay, and this yeah. person's yeah. actually this you color. You can say J.K. Yeah. Rowling. It's okay. Yeah, I <laughs> know who you're talking. The about. sorting yeah. hat is by yeah. romantic. You want to write a book? Someone could write a whole thesis about <laughs> yeah. was he into his yeah. brother or That's, not? Discussions. Right. You want to have yeah. these moments where it's like I read a book and then you pose me a question and now I'm completely rethinking. And that. it's like yeah. Yeah. you know, if you're kind of like leaving it up to interpretation, you. You know, you're doing it for your hands. They did it masterfully because we're using the same exact pieces yeah. of evidence. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah we yeah. are. Yeah. So it's a total interpretation. But don't you can have a little uh, incest debate. Right. You know, yeah. there's no reasons for war. No. no. There's no reasons for war. No shame. But not in this. Not in no, this. this is... In a very well done book. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's really well done. <laughs> That's good content. That's just, yeah. and, and now that we have that, what would you recommend for people to read next? Uh, Megan Durr's The High King's Golden Tongue. If you like High King's Fantasy. Yeah, and you like MM romance. She mm-hmm. does a lot of MM romance fantasy. She also does fairy tales slashed, where she takes classic mm-hmm. fairy tales and then mm-hmm. makes them gay. Yeah. You like high fantasy like this, uh, High King's Golden Tongue. Sh- they're shorter, too. Yeah, they're shorter, so they're not yeah. like Lord of the Rings level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I have a suggestion that takes the fantasy to the next level. I always suggest this because if you <laughs> haven't read it and people need to read it, it's called Night Runner. And it, oh, the Night like Runner series. Or a in? In. Night Runner by Lynn Fluellen. It is a fantasy series, and if you like fantasy, this is one you'd read. If you've read things by Brandon Sanderson, or mm. if you've read fantasy that is thicker than Captive Prince, if you don't have the attention span for it, maybe it's not for you. <laughs> yeah. But it does have, canonically, two bi characters in it as the main characters. Not a lot of sex scenes, so if that wasn't for you, that would be a good series for you. The story has nothing to do with the fact that they're together. It's canonically okay to be with guys Hmm, in their world or girls or whoever the fuck you want or have multiple partners. It's also a matriarchal society. Nice. Oh, nice. And queens can have as many lovers as they want, but only the females can take over the throne. It is sad in a dystopian way that we have our fantasies like, it's okay to be gay. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, I mean, it is 2020 and we still have that fantasy (laughs) 30 BC when no. they do it. I mean, so. yeah, but that's even... Listen, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you're wanting something that's definitely a lot more G-rated, it is still two princes who fall in love from two different rival kingdoms, and I'm going to be doing a review of it. I will go more in depth on that. It is a podcast that has two seasons, and you can get through both seasons in one day. You can find it on anywhere you listen to podcasts regularly, and it is just very adorable. It, it's high fantasy, yeah. Uh, we always talk about Damien being mm-hmm. different race than just mm-hmm. white. Yeah. And Amir. Amir is oh, he's white. He's just yeah. Mediterranean white. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> he's just spicy white. He's spicy white! Like, white. like Italian, yeah. you know? Oh. But I do like that about the two princes, yeah. that there are different races, and characters are voiced by LGBT <laughs> people in yes. real life so yeah. I really I, really I appreciated the casting on yeah the casting on it was really <laughs> yes. good there was definitely a lot of love put behind there it. was a lot of high was, name actors yeah too, high so name uh, really Samira good. Wiley is in it yes. from Orange is the oh. New Black Pusey she does a voice oh. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have the shortest fucking attention span <laughs> And I feel really bad saying that being a writer, but I don't have a lot that I can recommend. So I'm just going to be the basic bitch that says red, white, royal, blue. (laughs) Definitely got that international geopolitics. You got your people in high places. You got some steamy scenes. Mm Kind of hitting that that sweet spot of everything we like Mm -hmm. about political prince. Yeah. Yeah. But it's in this day and age. And circling back, it's in a fantasy world where we're like, it's okay. Well, we have a female president. We have a female president. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. 
She is so good. The PowerPoints. Oh, God. The oh, PowerPoints. Power yes. Check out oh, that. that We're so going funny. to release the red, white, and royal blue episode for 4th of July, so be yeah. on the lookout for that one. Because we're patriotic. Yes. Yeah. Murka. <laughs> Murka. Uh, uh, yeah. Melissa wanted to throw in a manga, Blue Morning. Yes, right. slow burn okay. there. The face that okay. you just made. <laughs> I know, it's like slow burn for people How who love it. How slow she said, is it? For fans of political drama and long, long slow burn. Uh, yeah. I, I like a good slow burn, but if it's like... Fine. I, yeah. I'm so but impatient. The payoff, the payoff has to be worth it. The it can't just be like, like, like even, ma- in manga, you can't just like, you can flip to like the page and in yeah. fanfic, just control F cock. Oh, okay. There's, there you go. People who really don't have I There you go. <laughs> control F cock. I ain't got time for this. F cock. Control F cock. Can we get shirts right that, that say down. that? Yeah. I think the thing that was recommended to me to go into next was a fashionable indulgence. Oh, which yeah. true. KJ still, yes, love it. Still in the past, we're talking about the Regency period now, in a time where it is not okay to be gay. Which I sad I blonde main character. Uh, yeah, definitely a sad tragic blonde, backstory. Lost a brother main character. Mm. So that's why we. How, that's mm. how we sold it to Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I do like a story where it's okay to be gay. So, what would you say about like Air's Game? Oh, oh, that webcomic is very good. He does have to keep it secret, though. He does, but... But it's got that political drama you want, mm-hmm. and it's got a lot of Would blood scenes with fighting yeah. and stuff. Okay. It's very good. Yeah, it's got a variety oh. of I still need to read that. I started it and then stopped reading webcomics for a while. Yes. I do that, like, we have, a, like, a variety of recs yes. here. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. podcasts. Mm-hmm. Have so Air's Game for webcomics, web I would comics. definitely suggest. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. good. All right. Wide variety yeah, of media. So and there's so much out there now. Yeah. Nowadays. It's so nice. We're spoiled. We're blessed. We are. We're so spoiled. Happy gay content. Yeah. Send us your recommendations of, of past fiction, yeah. okay to be gay, <laughs> and <laughs> romance. And vote on our Twitter Ooh. on whether you think Laurent loves his brother or not. Please don't be shy. Please talk to me. About anything. Our, yeah. Literally we anything. We love to talk to y'all. Really, and if it's something that I can't answer immediately, I will go to the group and Discord yes. and get you your answers. <laughs> Lots we are here for you. I, we are. Everyone is here for y'all. Don't be shy. Yes. And thank you for coming to the 801 Reviewed. Woo! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the 801 Reviewed. If you would like to learn more about us, check us out at our website, blgardendfw.com. Or contact us on Twitter at BLGardenDFW. If you love this podcast and are considering supporting us, find us on Patreon or Ko-Fi. Or consider leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We truly appreciate every single last one of you. Thank you so much. And until next time, this is your host, Sarah, signing out.